sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you now? Today is Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. My name is Joe Batant, and I am the host of a show called, oddly enough, this Joe Batant. I haven't done it in a while. Again, ironically, because I've been too busy being Joe Batant to discuss being Joe Batant. But that's all changed today, everybody. Because we are here, right here, in only one place. It's this Joe Batant, right here. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I host a show called This Joe Batanz. It's been a while since I've seen y'all. Talk to y'all, or I don't know what the actual verb I would use, but here we are, Wednesday, November 10th, here to give you the tea, spill the tea, <clears throat> and pop the corn for the children. Uh, God, there's so many things to discuss. Uh, originally, I was going to talk about, and I'm still going to do that, the, the, the main thrust of this was going to be about, uh, I literally just put Aiden on an airplane right now, headed back to Seattle. And, uh, which I see, you know, one of the people listening live right now is Ramers. She's heading back to him. We Actually, you know, we talk about Ramers all the time. And we talked about her this morning, actually, on the, I'm also drinking, you know, my traditional sacramental wine of Coke Zero. <laughs> if you hear that fizz in the background. Because he asked me to rank this trip among all of our trips, you know, that we've done. And, uh, so far, this is a very, very, and we'll talk, we're going to talk in detail about why not. This was a second, a close second to Seattle, my trip to Seattle. And he said, I said, Seattle was the best one when I went to Seattle in May. And he was like, even though I peed my pants and I was like, yes, even though he I you peed your pants. And he said, oh, poor Raymers. <laughs> Because Ramers wanted to meet Aiden, and he was like, didn't want her to get close because she he had peed his pants at work. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so um, okay, so you know, you guys, everybody here, we have oh, and Carter's there too. Carter's from Seattle. I just saw Carter right now. We have two Seattleites there. So hi to astute girl Carter, Dave O, Deckhead, Dave O. I talked to you before. We have Deckhead. Deckhead, I gave you a little shout-out on a show recently. These are probably discussions I should have before I'm recording the show, but whatever. Uh, where I went, Chitty, but I don't remember where I said it. That Jordan Darling, I heard him uh, on the way back from um, Palm Springs today because Adam Burns gave a shout-out. was catching up on Geeky Gay, and he gave a shout-out to Jordan Darling. Uh, Luke Stamen, who I've seen Luke Stamen a couple of times in my life, and I was like, he looks like a celebrity. I'm like, what celebrity does he look like? And I figured it out last night. Post Malone. I think Post Malone. I don't know if he looks exactly like Luke, but there is a very strong resemblance between Post Malone and Luke. Uh, 
anyway, so and Raymer's again, like I said, she's there too. And so anyway, all these people uh, uh, are uh, really good also at keeping track of things that I say. So let me, because I, I didn't take any notes for this or prep in any kind of way. I'm doing it off the cuff. And um, because I remember I tried doing notes and it sounded so staid that I was like, I can't do notes. I have to do it off the top because <clears throat> it sounds like, all right, next on the list, you know, like, and it seems like I'm doing a checklist. So I think it's better when I, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do we call it? Uh, just go off the cuff. Okay. So one of the things we I want to talk about, uh, and maybe we'll get to it today, is I want to talk about uh, something I hadn't talked about at all, and I've only talked about, I think, on uh, social media, my personal social media. And I think I referenced it here and there. But I, I had applied for something called the Spotify SoundUp Latinx uh I don't know what you'd call it. They, they call it cohort. Spotify sound up Latinx cohort. And um, I want to talk about that at some point. I don't want to talk about it today. We might talk about it today, but let's get through this Aiden and Seattle stuff. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just said, you know, I went, okay, I'm going to tell him what's happening. I'm just like, I can't look at the discord right now. I went down the line of people who were here, right? And I said, oh, Chitty, you know, because that's what uh, I said, I think, I thought Deck had said. And now I'm getting a whole lesson in Scottish history in the Discord, and, and I, I like, I, I'm getting distracted. So I'm, I, I've minimized it. This is why, guys, on the shows when I say I don't look at the Discord, it's not because I'm being a dick. It's because then I get distracted and I look at it and I'm reading it, and I'm losing what people say. By the way, I might have to re-implement the Lori can't go on Discord uh, rule. Because I've seen recently, because she wears glasses. So on the, the camera, I can see on my screen the Discord in her glasses. And she gets like, also, I get the same thing too, by the way. I'm not judging her. She gets this vacant look when she's in the Discord. And I'll, and I'll be talking and I'll see, she's not listening to a thing I said. She's just reading what you guys do in the Discord. And then we have people who are like, Lori, Lori, Lori. It reminds me, Lori's like Thorgy on season eight when Kimchi's like distracting uh, Thorgy and Bob gets mad. I'm Bob and Lori is Thorgy. She's Lorgy Lore. So I'm going to call her. And, um,. <clears throat> And you guys are like kimchi, trying to like Thorgy, Thorgy, and she's like, "What?" And she goes, "Hi." And then Bob gets that. That's that's what Lori is. So I, I might have to re-implement a Lori can't go on Discord rule, which we did for two weeks. And uh, anyway, uh, okay, so let's do Aiden right now, and then we'll see where we are and how I feel, and how my energy is, and whatnot. But uh, okay, so Aiden, we we did it actually kind of last minute. We bought Aiden tickets by we, I bought Aiden tickets to come to Southern California so we could spend some time together. The reason it was so last minute is, um, okay, so here's the thing. Here's another thing before I tell you guys something. This is going to be one of those cases where there are two, I wouldn't say versions of the story, 
but that this the, the this Joe Batan's version of Palm Springs is a truncated version of what actually happened. Uh, not just for time, but for Aiden's privacy. So, <clears throat> what that means is for the at the thirty dollar level of expensive tier, you'll get the full thing. And I'm not kidding. Um, but expensive tiers often sold out. But we just passed uh the beginning of the month here in November, and things can change. I never pay attention. And so if if you've wanted to join the expensive tier and you were unable to, check out maybe there are some slots open. Uh two is uh this story there are some good stories for the Secrets channel. And I realize I also owe them an October Secrets store. And I have I already know what that is. I just haven't done it yet. I'll probably do both today as well. Anyway, so check it out if you if you can get the spot. Cause I don't know if people even in the expensive tier know this, but once the the new show comes in, I delete the old show. So there's no record of it. So uh, if you want to hear this story, you basically have the month to hear the Palm Springs stories. Uh, and uh, they involve sex, in case you were caring. And, uh, and, and, and there's one from this morning that's particularly good. And uh, that'll be on the Secrets show. Which Aiden did ask, are these going on the Secrets show? I said yes. So, um, okay. So, uh, for reasons that I'll discuss on uh, the Secrets show, uh, Aiden decided to leave Starbucks. And so he quit Starbucks, and his last day was Saturday. So when he put in his two weeks, uh, that's when we bought the tickets. And the original plan was to have him fly into the Palm Springs airport uh, but I think maybe because partially because of his time schedule and what he to to get him in, but also uh, I think because we did it too close, the the Palm Springs tickets airport tickets were way more expensive and way too expensive, and uh, so but but just an hour east or west or south or north, I don't know where, an hour away at Ontario International Airport. Those tickets were significantly cheaper, and it's on my way to Palm Springs. So I had Aiden. I bought Aiden tickets to fly into um, Ontario. And um, <clears throat> oh my god, I forgot that story. So you see, God, we—I don't know what we're going to get to today. There's so many stories involved with this trip. So we buy him the tickets, and now he has to arrange to be dropped off at the airport and to be picked up. Um, like for instance, today he's being picked up by his father, who has not asked a single question as to why his son was uh dropped off at uh or be, be, went to Palm Springs randomly. Okay. And um oh my god, that's another good story for the secret show. Okay, but then you know he was gonna have his mom fly uh, take him to the airport. And there was something that day that we bought the tickets. He just was like on fire and just getting shit done and just in a really good place. He had therapy that morning and we bought the tickets and because it was touch and go whether he was going to go, which, by the way, I love the therapist because the therapist was like, I think you need to have a lot of sex with Joe on this trip. And I was like, I I love this therapist. <laughs> so, um, uh. 
he, I don't know if you guys know this, the mom did not know we were together. And he told his mom that day. And I was like, <gasps> and I was like, he's like, no, it's fine. Um, and so when he called his mom to so see she could take him to the airport, she was like, well, why are you going to Palm Springs? As a parent should ask. And he said, oh, uh, I'm going to go see uh, 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 my boyfriend. And she goes, oh, you have a boyfriend? And he goes, yes. And she goes, what's his name? And he says, Joe. And then she said, I don't know if you guys remember this from years ago. She found out on his first trip to L.A. that we were dating then and got really upset, right? Because she Instagram stalked me and, and saw that how old I was. So then she says, that really old guy? Right? And then I was like, oh. And then he goes, and then I said, and I go, what did you say? And he went, and I, what I meant, when I said, what did you say? I wanted a, 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 a full-throated defense of his boyfriend. He goes, I went, yes. And I recognize that, in, obviously, in comparison to Aiden, I am that really old guy. Now, just to put a button on this story, uh, at the time, I said, well, what did she say? He goes, she didn't care. But the night before he was coming to Palm Springs, that was two weeks later, she did call him and uh, sort of read him the riot act. And he was like, yeah, well, I'm going. And I told him, you know, he was really upset afterwards. And I said, honestly, I know you're going to be, not only shocked, but I, I, I get it. You know, I go, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know anything about us. She doesn't know anything. About, she just knows you date a much older person. And immediately, we are conditioned to put this into the perspective of predator and prey. And so in her head, you are flying to see a much older man that she doesn't know anything about. And that I'm going to fuck the living shit out of you and rape you and leave you for dead in Joshua Tree. And she's worried about her child. So I think, you know, because she was really upset with him for going, you need to call her and tell her that you understand why she feels this way. I go, I go, here's the thing. It's because if she knew more, not that she would ever be okay with it, you know? I don't expect that ever. But if she knew more of the circumstance, she may not ever be okay with it, but it would at least uh, alleviate some of those fears. At least she, I, I would want her to get to a place where she was at peace that I wasn't going to murder her son. You know, or harm him in any kind of physical or emotional way, or, you know, that I, I do care for him, even if she doesn't approve. And so I said, it's, it's very important that you keep a very clear line of communication with her, constantly check in and whatnot. And he did that. Uh, anyway, so then on, uh, so the plan was to stay at, uh, the new home, the newish home, of Evil John and John Paul, right? And I don't know how much I've talked about this Palm Springs house that they bought. So, but John Paul, the house closed. They, John, John Paul had the keys in early June to this house. And he immediately gutted it and had a contractor come in and do um, renovations on this house, extensive renovations. The contractor promised him it'd be done by August or something like that. Or maybe, no, you know, the house may have closed in like April. 
That sounds actually right. I think the house closed in like early April, early April or mid April. And the contractor had promised the house to be done by June, right? By the time Aiden was landing, they were hoping the house would maybe be done by the time Aiden landed. Okay. But, um, John Paul's like, no, stay here. There's a, a huge guest bedroom and the bedroom, the guest bedroom's complete. It's finished. It's done. Yada, yada, yada. Right. And I was like, okay. And um, now he had said to do that when I bought the tickets. And so he's like, I, it's going to be done. They told me it's going to be done. I'm going to tell you right now, this house was not done. And that's going to be a very important part of the story uh, is to the, ex- the extent to which this house was not done. Okay. But we'll get to that later. But as of now, he, John Paul, we, we will get, at the, towards the end, I was like, maybe Aiden and I should get a hotel. And he was like, no, 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 no. Don't get a hotel. There's a bed. A, everything in the guest bedroom is complete. It's ready to go. The bathroom works. Every, everything's ready to go. I'm like, okay. And whatnot. Okay. So uh, we go. And oh no! So then it's it's the day of, and I am I was actually laughing at myself. I don't think I've ever packed more in my car. Now, just so you guys know, Palm Springs is a ninety-minute drive from me. It's not that far, and I packed my car like I was gonna be. And I was gonna be gone for less than forty-eight hours. I left because Aiden's flight came in at one thirty my time, and it's on Monday. And it's Wednesday, we're bumping up against 11 a.m. I was home by 9 a.m., okay? So I wasn't even there for 48 hours. It was a very quick trip. I took so much stuff with me. My own pillow, a blanket. Uh, I even forgot, I forgot another pillow and I forgot another blanket, which come, pays off later. A whole, my away luggage was packed solid with clothes. I had my Switch. I had my uh, Oculus Quest 2. I had my... Oh, I had to have a, a bag of all the gear that I needed for the Spotify uh, SoundUp program that started yesterday. I had a backpack full of other things, sundries, you know, this, that. But it was... I had so much stuff. You would think I would be gone for months, okay? Less than 48 hours. So I'm, uh, so I'm packing frantically. Well, I get a uh, frantic text message from Aiden at 9 a.m. as I'm packing my car ready to go. Oh, my God. I forgot about all that drama. Oh, my God. Motherfucker. I'll tell you about that in a second. Let me, just, let me get here. I get a frantic text message from Aiden. He doesn't know if he's going to. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, relate. I thought. Oh, God. There'll be more info on this story on the secrets show, okay? But he's frantic. He doesn't know if he's going to get on the the flight because there's a problem with his boarding pass. I'll just give you the spoiler alert here. They made a mistake on his boarding pass. The airline did, and they put the wrong gate on his actual boarding pass. So he was waiting at the wrong gate, and then by the time he realized, and especially the way SeaTac is, it was on a completely other side of the airport. He needed to take a train to and all this stuff. So he was worried he was going to miss the flight. He did not. Spoiler alert. He did not. But that was dealing with, oh, my God, it was drama. And he was freaking out. 
freaking, freaking out that he was going to miss his flight. And, uh, yeah, so that was this morning. Okay. On Monday morning, I was like, I, I did a lot on Sunday to get ready for the trip, a lot of packing and whatnot. But on Sunday, I, I reserved Monday to get a haircut because my hair was out of control and to get my car washed. I went to get, I went first thing Monday morning to get my car washed. And there was no line, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Because it, 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 I will say it only took like under half an hour for a hand car wash and dry and everything like that, right? But I will say the back of my car was very, um, needed a really good vacuuming. There was nothing back there, but it needed, it needed a vacuum. So my car's washed, I'm pressed for time. I go, I don't know what the fuck happened. They didn't vacuum the back of my car? But I'd already left by that point. I didn't have time to go back and fight with him, but I'm very upset. I'm like, ugh, nothing's going right. Okay. Then I had to get a haircut. Then I go back, and now because of this labor shortage, uh, there's no, they don't have enough ha- hairstylists. So it, it, a place that usually opened at 8 now is open at 10. So I had to go home, hang out. That's when all this drama happens with the airport. And so I can't go get a haircut till that's settled. Until he's on, I, until the wings were, you know, until the wheels were up and he was in the sky. I was manning the phones and calming down a very anxious Aiden. But sure enough, you know, the wings go up. So at like ten thirty, I go to the uh, uh, haircut place, and there's only two women there. One of them, who I know, Sue, she's cutting someone's hair now. Usually, I have a woman named Charisma cut my hair. She does a fantastic job. I love her. Okay. But there's some crazy looking woman there. She looked crazy, right? And she's just sitting there on her phone. They go, and, the, and Sue goes, um, whatever. You're, I don't know her name. Uh, hey, there's a customer here. And she's like, what? And then she like stumbles up to the front. And then she goes, I don't know how to use a computer. She says, I don't know how to use a computer. So the woman, the other woman that has to stop what she's doing, go, and she goes, she, so she, when she gets up, she goes, what's your name? I go, Joe. And she goes, what's your phone number? And I tell her my home phone number. She goes, okay. So then the lady goes, okay, put his phone number again. Okay, look, it says Joseph here. And she goes, Joseph. And she goes, do this. And that takes for a long time. I'm not going to take your time with how long it takes with her to do this and do that. And blah, blah, blah. Then she goes back and cut the hair. Then she goes, okay, come back to the back with me, Michael. What? You're telling me Michael? And even the woman, Sue, is like, his name's not Michael. It's Joseph. Which is that? No one calls me Joseph either. So, <clears throat> probably guys with on my credit card or something. So then we go back there and she keeps calling Michael. So, Michael, what can we do for you today? And I go, and this is, this is literally what I get. Okay. This is one of those places that they use, um, clippers. Okay. I go, I want a number four on the sides and the back. And she goes, how much off the top? I go, no more than half an inch. No more than half an inch. Okay. Because one of the things I have loved since this pandemic, especially now that we can get haircuts, is I love how long my hair grew in the pandemic. Okay. And now my hair is not the length that it was in any way, but it, I still kept it fairly long. I just like the curls. I like the wave. 
the front is longer than the back and it just looks good. I just love the way my hair looks, okay? Oddly, going into the haircut, I didn't like how it looked right out of the shower and prepped and everything like that. So what I had started to do was to take a shower at night, do my hair, and then when I woke, I had great bedhead, okay? Great bedhead. So I was doing that. So I didn't want that much taken off up top. Immediately, I can see, and she starts at the front, which that's the, the please, no, starts the front. She takes off at least, I'm going to say, I'm going to say inch to inch and a half. Not only that, she starts cutting, she takes, she doesn't even, my, my hair's dry. Okay, so she did the number four round. She questioned me on the four. She goes, are you sure you don't want shorter? And I said, I'm sure, this is exactly what I want. She made it shorter anyway, but luckily just on the side, but that's not what I want, right? She was basically cutting my hair like Kim Jong-un, okay? Like, that's what she wanted to do. And because then she took a brush and without water or anything, like she's like putting the, the, um, the brush through my hair and like pulling on my hair, like literally pulling my hair. She goes, wait, did you put gel in your hair? And I went yesterday, and she goes, you didn't take a shower or uh, wash your hair before you came here? And I was like, no, because, in my head, I was like, no, bitch, because you wash my hair when I'm here, and then I'm going to take another shower when I get home to wash the hair off of here. Why would I take a third shower beforehand? Why would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so she's mad, and she's like, literally pulling my hair like I'm going, ow, right? Which I've never, they just sprayed my hair with water. Then she takes way too much off. Then she basically cuts my hair like a dome. And she's taking way too much off. I'm already mad. And she can see that I'm mad. And she says, oh, you have wavy hair. And I was like, sure do. And there's a a beat goes by, a beat or two. And then she goes, I don't like cutting wavy hair. I only like cutting Filipino hair because it's very straight. And And that means I can cut your hair faster. And on this one, um, I have to actually be careful so I don't cut myself because the, your hair goes in so many different directions. And so I have to make – no, she didn't say – but then I go, oh, this is why she cut it longer than a, half, a quarter to half an inch. She wanted a lot of hair so that she could go as fast as she could. So now – Aiden loved it, and it's 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 one of the things like my hair's gonna go back. But I was very angry, and I made it very known. I fucking stormed out. The bitch had a, the balls to ask for a tip. I didn't want to be a dick, so I only gave her a two dollar tip. I was pissed. Aiden loved it. Whatever. The one thing I will say, as much as I don't like this haircut, the one thing I will say is. At least my hair looks good out of the shower now. I don't have that anymore. Before, it looked like I was doing a production of The Great Gatsby. Because like, But now uh, it looks like a normal haircut. But then I just, that beautiful bedhead is gone. My hair will grow again. And I'll go back to charisma. But the wonderful bedhead is gone. So that's sort of a pity. Okay, so we get the haircut. I come back. I basically only really have enough time for some like highs and buys and packing the car. And then I have to drive to pick up Aiden, okay? And uh, I get in the car. Uh, his flight is right due to arrive at one fifteen. 
Uh, it's right on time. There's no drama getting there. I pick him up. Oh, okay. So I uh, pick him up, and he's beautiful. And I'm so okay. So then I knew he was gonna want to make out, right? Oh my god, this is so awful and embarrassing. Luckily, I don't get embarrassed in front of him, but like, oh my god, I can't believe it's in this way. So I knew he was gonna want to make out, and so I was like. Cause he told me too when I'm thinking like he's like I'm so gonna make out with you as soon as I get in the car I'm like oh okay so I remember that I had a small travel bottle of Listerine in my in middle console so as I'm pulling up to the airport to the pick him up I take a swig of the um, Listerine bottle and I'm like okay when I'm in the traffic of the arrival line. I will open the door and grossly just spit it out, but I didn't give a shit, right? Well, it's moving super, super fast. So I open the door. I'm, at, I'm stopped now, and I see Aiden. I, I'm stopped, and I open the door, but then it starts going. And I go, ah! And so the door closed just as I was spitting out, and I spit the Listerine all over my window. I just got my car washed all over the passenger window. It's dripping down the side of my driver's side door. I keep my masks in the little like pocket right there. So all my masks now have my Listerine spit soaking into them. And um, Aiden gets in the car. I will say, so he got in the car. He was like making out with me. He's like, oh, baby. Yay. Your mouth tastes good or something like that. Right. And now he was like, oh, he doesn't even know I spit all. I told him. But, but at that moment, he didn't. So then we head over to Palm Springs. Uh, Nothing crazy happens on the drive i did decide i was super hungry so i took a detour off and we went to del taco and um i bought a quesadilla and then we uh drove again we get to palm springs we get to john paul's house we stomp off there then aiden wants to go pick up some food when we get there where did he go i don't remember Whatever, we go do that, we come back, and then we hang out with the Johns. Uh, John Paul was still working here and there, but then Evil John, so then um, Aiden meets Evil John for the first time. He was so excited to meet Evil John. And uh, they meet, and they actually pretty much hit it off, actually, where an Evil John was showing us his house. The crazy house. And one of the walls is they have a really high ceiling, and the entire wall when they did, renovated it is just like basically ju just nothing but bookshelves. It, it could be like a mini library. It'd be really nice. And I was like, oh, what are you going to put here? It's like, oh, well, since it's, I can't let me say this out loud as a human being, since it's the 60th anniversary of Ken. Um, this this exhibit's gonna be. He said this exhibit's gonna be uh, a tribute to Ken. And I'm telling you guys, this it's an entire huge wall, floor to ceiling bookshelves. Okay, and it's like I'm gonna say a 15 foot high ceiling, right? And I stoop. I'm, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I was like, "What was I thinking?" Asking this question. I go, "Do you have enough Ken dolls for this?" And he gives me this look like, silly boy. And he tells us that if the room was nothing lined with nothing but bookshelves, and then they had 
double-sided bookshelves going in the middle of the room, he could still fill it, fill it up with Ken dolls. And Aiden's very amused by this, you can tell, and asking a ton of questions. By the way, at this point, John Paul had text called me. He was very upset. They were supposed to deliver the couches and all his living room furniture on Friday. It's actually not arriving till today, actually, Wednesday. So there's no, it's just nothing. There's no, it's an open blank room, uh, a huge living room and living space. So, uh, so we have that, and and, that, and so so they put a mattress in the middle of the floor, and Evil John is laying on this just random mattress, looking at the television. All right, and uh, then then we have the conversation. Then Evil John, John Paul comes out, and then we didn't go to dinner. We just sort of hung out, and then Aiden and I went to the supermarket. I think he wanted to get stuff for himself for breakfast because he got up early. So we went to the supermarket, he got himself some iced coffee, and then when we came back, uh, Aiden goes, Aiden is slowly weaning himself off his Starbucks hour, so he was gonna go to bed earlier than us, and the Johns didn't want to eat dinner till later, so I went with them to dinner at like 8-ish, as Aiden got ready to go to bed. And we went and got dinner at this Thai place, and, um, that was fine. Uh, we went walking around. We were originally going to go to a French restaurant, but they were like, you need to have reservations. So we walked around. We settled in this Thai place. Evil John was upset. He didn't want Thai. And I'm like, Pitch. but he's mad at us. And I'm like, it's not like we, like we were, we were all settling for this Thai place. Okay. We went there. It was fine. We had some good conversation. We laughed. Uh, and then we went home. Oh, yeah. This is the story. So we go home and uh, Evil John decides to watch TV. For some reason, maybe he thinks I host a drag race podcast. He's like, uh, I want to watch Drag Queen. So he puts on We're Here and he's watching it, right? And so John Paul and I were just like walking around talking about the house, the backyard, blah, 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 blah. And by the way, it's probably about 9.30 or 10 when we get home. And he's watching We're, We're Here. now. I'm going to tell you what happened. So now we're, we are, John Paul and I are in his bedroom on another mattress on the floor. Oh, here's another thing. Oh, so many stories. When we get there, when we get there, uh, we learn a bunch of things that become very important later. A, John Paul's like, I have some things to tell you. One, um, there are no doorknobs in the house. So none of the doors have doorknobs. It's just holes. Okay. Which is very distressing, especially when you want to get down dirty, right? Two, um, is the, the, John Paul's like, oh, you know, we've actually been sleeping in your, the room that you're going to be using, um, because that's the only room that's complete, but we're just going to sleep in our bedroom, but we're just going to throw a mattress on the floor. And I look in their bedroom and just go random because their bed furniture hasn't arrived yet. It doesn't get here until mid November or something. Mid late November. So uh there's just a random mattress on the floor. And oh also they have no lights. There are no lights in the house and nowhere to sit. There are no tables, no chairs, no lights, no doorknobs. The house is completely not done. I'm like, oh my god, I should have gotten a hotel room. 
And I'm like, this is, I'm panicking in my head, right? Not only because I know Aiden's sleep demands, but like, I don't have any demands about what time I go to sleep, but I'm kind of like a, a finicky sleeper. Like, oh, what am I going to do? Right. So anyway, I'll think I'll figure this out later. And, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll finish that story on another episode of this show, because we're getting long here. So I'll just finish it today. So, <clears throat> um, I'm in John Paul's room with him, like hanging out on his just random ass mattress on the floor. And my phone is nowhere near me because were I to have been near my phone, I would have gotten these text messages and phone calls from Aiden. The text messages say like, oh, my God, the TV is so loud. Can you please ask him to lower it? I didn't see them. So next thing I do is I see shirtless Aiden in his pajamas and a panda eye mask walk out of the, the bedroom. And he tells John to lower the TV or tells he's not a dick. He just asks him if he can lower it because it's so loud. This is where I'll say they're both wrong and they're both right. One, there's no doorknobs. Two, uh, the TV was loud, but it wasn't like in usual circumstances wasn't deafening loud. But the problem is, and those of you who are acoustically aware will know what I'm talking about, there's no furniture and they have concrete floors. That's the other thing too. They have polished concrete or floors, not carpeting at all. So it the, the TV's only really uh, probably a little louder than usual, but it's echoing and resonating throughout the entire house. So it's, I guess, a better way of putting it is it's the TV is just as loud, if not louder, in the bed in the guest bedroom where we are, as if the TV's right there next to them. And um, but it's not like Evil John had it definitely loud. It's just the the sound resonates. Because there's no furniture and the cement. So I'm like, oh my God. And then what's funny is John, evil John was already asleep. So Aiden basically had woken him up on this random mattress on the floor and asked him if he can lower the bed. So then eight, John, evil John goes to bed and John Paul and I go to the, oh, by the way, just so you don't feel bad. Yesterday I was talking to evil John and we were telling some story by the time that we were that, when, that night when we were watching TV. And Evil John says to us, now remember, Evil John lowered the TV volume. I go, John and I were watching a show about uh, Nintendo or something like that. And he goes, oh, I know. The TV was so loud. And I was like, what? Anyway, so then um, we call. So then it's like, I'm getting super sleepy watching this show now. Because it's, yes, it's 11 o'clock, but it's also really midnight because of the time change. And John Paul's like, I'm going to go to sleep. Night. He goes, what? So then I go, I'm going to go to sleep too. I go to the guest bedroom. Aiden is like splayed out on the bed, like across, across it, not like a way a normal person would. And he's dead asleep. And I'm like, I'm not going to wake him up. He just got woken up by the TV. I'm like, what to do? So John Paul, so that's when I say, I'm just going to get a, so I thought to myself, I'm just going to get a hotel room for tonight. I'll sleep in it. And then I'll tell him. And then, you know. Tomorrow goes hotel. I go to hotel tonight to book it, and I accidentally book it for the next day. And I was going to stay at a really swank. So, so for me, I got myself a cheapy hotel. And then the next night with me and Aiden, I got like I was going to book a really swanky hotel for that night. I accidentally booked it for last night, and there was a no cancellation policy because it was hotel tonight, last minute thing. I was like, "Fuck!" Right? 
So I would tell John Paul, John Paul's like, just stay here tonight and then go to that place. And I was like, fine, fuck. So he goes, just sleep on this mattress right here in the living room. So, and they have all windows, okay? And it's so cold. And then a, I only brought one of the, I was supposed to bring two blankets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was supposed to bring two blankets. I forgot one of them in the dryer because I was washing it. And um, Aiden took the one that I brought, the heavy Mexican blanket. So John Paul goes, oh, we have a blanket. And of course, because it's Evil John, it is literally a tiny Superman blanket meant for a six-year-old. Like, I'm not even joking. I'm a short person. I'm five foot seven. That's not short, short, but it's like on the shorter side, okay? It basically went from my waist to my foot. That's how little the blanket was. And that's why I was covering myself up. It was so cold. I only slept between, somewhere between one and two hours that night. I did. I was awake the whole night. Okay. And we're going to end the episode there. I didn't realize, like I told you, I'm just going to do it off the cuff. I didn't realize I had that much story to tell. And, that, and that, so yesterday was the day when well, I, I hadn't slept. And but yesterday we went to Joshua Tree. Yesterday was a really busy day. My first Spotify Latinx cohort event happened. You don't even want to hear about McDonald's. But it's all going to happen tomorrow or sometime. Right here on this Joe Batanz. Right here on Afterthought Media. Oh, I'm so-